Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey YouTube, what's going on? It's Patrick here at VectorVest, and today I've got a brand new GameStop update for you guys. That's right, we're going to be taking a look at the graphs, we're going to be talking about the earnings, we're going to be looking at implied volatility, and at the very end, I'm going to show you how you can really maximize the VectorVest tools to help any emotional trader out there, and to help with the whole GME trade. For anybody who's worried about the fluctuations you see on a day-to-day basis, this is going to be a tip for you and showing you how you can reduce that emotion and how you can just wait, be patient, and continue to hold until your goal is achieved. So with that, as always, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave me a comment on what your thoughts are in today's video, and let's get into it here today. All right, so now that we're in the VectorVest 7 software, let's go ahead and start to analyze the graph here today. So as we can see, we had that huge spike back here in January, beginning of February. We've had the second spike or run up here uh, right at the beginning of March. And then we started drifting lower. We had that earnings announcement, which was a little bit disappointing in the total, uh, the total sales and their EPS or earnings per share. Uh, just in the sense that, you know, they kept getting their uh, their earnings revised down here over the last few months, and they still came up a little shy of what their goals or what their uh, estimates or projections were. Now, that's okay. You know, they just went through the pandemic. They're a brick and mortar store. That is all in the past. And to be completely honest, that still doesn't change anything about this whole GME short squeeze trade. So if you're in it for the short squeeze, regardless of what that earnings statement said, doesn't matter. Now, if you're in it for the long haul, some takeaways from that were the 175% uh, increase in e-commerce sales, which is huge for the company. You've already seen a few analysts up their price targets. I forget the exact uh, analyst, but one analyst even went from $15 price target to $175 price target right after that. And regardless of whether you're a person trying to go for the short squeeze or somebody trying to go for the long-term play, as you can see by just looking at the charts, that earnings announcement really didn't mean much because yeah, we dropped big that day after earnings, but look what happened. The stock came roaring back and gained two days of losses in one day of trading. This is huge, and that is just simply an indication that the retail investors, people didn't sell. Even with that bad news, they didn't sell. And the reason why, especially if you're going for the short squeeze, is because that has nothing to do with the short squeeze. The earnings announcement that they had was very bland, just very basic, didn't accept any questions, just gave the numbers and then moved on, which was kind of disappointing as a GME holder. But at the same time, after I got done, had time to really process that, I realized, you know, regardless of what their earnings are, the whole thesis behind the short squeeze is that 
there's way more short on the stock than is actually available. So from the technical perspective, the trade is still in play here. Until we have some hard evidence to show that these shorts have covered their trades and that they're not shorting GME more than 100% of their float, the trade is still good, in my personal opinion. You know, it's as simple as that. We don't really need to go too much more into it because it's as simple as that. If you believe that there is more shorts on this stock than is actually available or more shorting on the stock than the actual float of the stock, then regardless of the earnings statement, it doesn't matter because nothing has changed. And the fact that we came back up 50 plus percent the day after, it's absolutely mind boggling to see. And that just kind of reaffirms that people didn't sell even with the bad earnings play. And in fact, now we're starting to see that some analysts are starting to change their opinions. You're starting to see more positive headlines in the news regarding GME because they see that 175% growth in e-commerce and they've been talking about wanting to do a transformation to a more e-commerce style of business, i.e. Ryan Cohen and all the board members that they've just added recently from Amazon and Chewy and other major corporations out there. So they're setting up an all-star team for that transformation. So from a long-term perspective, it still looks good. Yeah, that earnings was a little bit disappointing, especially for the fact that it was revised down a few times and they still came up just shy of it. Not much, but just shy of it. Uh, but didn't really, you know, in my opinion, uh, give reason for a 33% drop in a single day. Didn't see that as a, as a reasonable decline after basically breaking even on what their projections were, their analyst uh, predictions were, and what they actually stated. All right, so now, now we've got that out of the way because, you know, from a short squeeze perspective, it really doesn't matter. From a long-term perspective, it really still doesn't matter. They didn't give us any insight into the transformation. They didn't talk about the new board members. They just talked about the, the data, and that was it. Now, from that report, if you actually look into the filings, though, one interesting takeaway that I will point out here for anybody who's not necessarily caught up with the whole story is that there was a lot of talk about a short squeeze in their filing. You can go look this up, but that just kind of proves that even the board knows that this stock is shorted more than is actually available. So from my mind on the short squeeze, it's still in play here. But look at it, everybody said this stock was a 10 or $15 stock or even less than that sometimes. So why are we still trading as of the close of yesterday, as of the uh, end of March, trading just shy of $200? Let's talk about some technicals when we look at the chart here. So I'm gonna use a horizontal line up here at the top so you guys out there can see it better. But we were talking about this level of resistance. We came up, touched that point, pulled back down, broke through, got to that second run up, started drifting lower, that earnings play dropped us below that support level, came back right back above that point the next day, and now trading back above that level of support. This is what you wanna see. For everybody saying this stock shouldn't be trading more than $10, $20 a share, if it was like that and this was a normal stock, then yeah, I could agree with you. But when there's not enough shares out there to help drive the price lower to fit that narrative, the stock stays where it's trading at right now, just shy of 200 bucks. So 
this is starting to become more and more evident that the original theory that the stock is shorted, there's more shorts on this stock than there's actual shares available. It's starting to show and it's starting to really um, become more clear for everybody out there. So that's what we see with the charts. Now, another thing I noticed with the charts, I'm just gonna go ahead, delete that. And I'll use my free hand lines up here. And one of my favorite consolidation patterns is called a wicked wedge. It's when you hit lower highs, but also at the same time, higher lows. Now I'm updating it here because we do have that most recent low after the earnings play, which it bounced off of, showing a decent trend line there. And this is consolidation. This is, as some people can refer to it as the quill winding up. And as that quill gets tighter and tighter and as that wedge gets tighter and tighter, once it breaks out of that wedge, either up or down, most likely betting up, but you know, not financial advice. None of this is financial advice. Uh, you know, I'm not a financial advisor, uh, but when it breaks out and it breaks out, let's say to the upside, that breakout will be explosive from a technical basis. Now, as we've seen in the past though, Technicals and charting and all that don't really hold as much merit because GameStop is becoming so much more than just a technical trade or a fundamental trade. There's a lot more behind it that really changes the whole dynamics of this trade. But just thought it was interesting because I love seeing the uh, wedges here and this is definitely a wedge right now and definitely something I'm keeping an eye on. And now with that, now that we've seen the charts, we've talked about that, let's go ahead, jump into the Options Pro software. We'll take a quick look at the implied volatility, see what we can tell with that. And then I'll show you guys that uh, trick on how to really put VectorVest to full use and how to help remove your emotions, especially if you're in GME, you're waiting for it to go blast off to the moon. I've got the best trick ever that will really help you out. So make sure to keep continuing to watch this video as we dive into it. But before that, let's go take a look at implied volatility. So I'm pulling up the Options Pro software. You can see price and candlesticks just as we saw before. And then down here, the cumulative implied volatility, which is not just looking at one set of options chains, but it's looking at all of the options chains and getting an average of that to give you a better understanding of the actual volatility behind a certain stock. So. One of the things I definitely noticed, you know, we talked about last time was the two and 300% range on volatility, which volatility really isn't a uh, indicator for trends, but you know, it's fun. It's interesting to look at it that way. Now we broke through a trend line here just recently. If I draw that, put it on here. You can see we're right at that trend line here where we've been bouncing off first came down to around the 200. Now it's about 225, 250, maybe a little bit below that. But if we got right below that 200 the last time before we saw that explosive run, new update, looking for it to how it's going to react right around that 200. If 200% was attractive to the big money on that first run up or the last run up we've had, then why would that change now? So definitely an interesting reading to keep an eye on and definitely something we wanna follow. Obviously, volatility is something we wanna see continuing to decline and price steadily rising or moving sideways. That way it makes those options more attractive. So definitely something to keep an eye on as we move forward through this uh, or as GameStop continues to trade. And especially if you're an options trader out there, something you wanna follow. 
Now, if you're not an options trader and you want to get into options, you want to start trading options, you see how it can leverage, uh, leverage your portfolio, leverage your money, but you're just not quite comfortable with them, click on the link in the description below. We have great options classes available for you, one for beginners and then one for more of you advanced traders that are looking to take your options trading to the next level. All right, so last but not least, I want to show you guys the best trick ever to help avoid the emotional roller coaster that is GameStop right now. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go hop into our mobile app, which is available on both Android and iPhone. And I actually even do a mobile training session over on our Facebook page, the VectorVest Facebook page, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern, where I teach you how to use the app and how to trade. So if you're looking for more information aside from GME, or you just want a good trading app that can give you consistent evidence or consistent uh, information that's been proven for over 30 years, uh, check out our link in the description below where you can find our Facebook page and come hang out on our Thursday live streams. So let's go ahead and jump right into the app. All right, so now that we're in the app, as you can see, we get all the basic information about what VectorVest does, our homepage, our market timing, which is what we're known for here. And what I want to show you guys is a simple trick that you can do utilizing VectorVest and the alert system we have built into the app. So jumping into it, if I click on that little magnifying glass in the upper right-hand corner, type in GME, and you'll see this little bell icon in the upper right-hand corner by the price. I click on that, it sets up an alert. I'll go ahead and create new alert. And then I want to be alerted when the price crosses above, so I just change the price. There we go. So now I click on create. And now I just set it and forget it. I don't have to worry about the volatility that we see on a day-to-day -day basis. Once GME hits that $100,000 mark, VectorVest Stock Advisory app will send me an alert. I know when I need to go close it. And that way I can enjoy my days. I'm not stuck staring at a computer screen watching tick by tick movement with GME or other trades. I set it, I forget it. And now VectorVest does the work for me and alerts me once my price target's been hit and I know when I need to go sell. You can obviously set it for higher, whatever your stop criteria is, but as always, what we teach here at VectorVest, plan your trade and trade your plan. So on that note, I hope you guys enjoyed today's video. If you have questions about anything that we've discussed, leave me a comment, let me know. And with that, take care, adios, and I'll see you guys on the moon. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.